Greetings. This is Family Colors. Let's listen to this and help build our societies. Today, we are going to discuss thinking in symbols. It's actually Communication 101, but our major topic is to look at the issue of thinking in symbols. As human beings, we think in symbols. We think in pictures. We don't think in words. That's the interesting aspect of it. So let's go. For any person to effectively communicate, he has to be able to listen, be able to think, be able to speak, be able to do non-verbal communications. Now, if you have good ears, you can listen. If you have good mouth, you can speak. If you have good muscles and they are functioning, you can do non-verbal communication. But the interesting aspect of communication happens during thinking, and that's what many people don't know. So we said that human beings think in symbols. What do I mean? I mean that when you speak to John, and tell him, I'm going to punish you. What gets into John's head is not the sentence, I'm going to punish you, as is written on paper. No, what is recorded in John's brain is a picture or symbol of him being punished. Now, the interesting thing here is that the kind of symbol John sees in his mind is based on previous symbols he has stored in his brain of someone being punished. In other words, if John has seen someone being punished and you tell him, I will punish you, John immediately takes up that symbol and puts himself there. This should tell you something. That's our understanding of, 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 of what is communicated to us is based on so many things that happened to us previously and our interpretation of them all, whether positive or negative. This is really, really, really instructive. So John listened and was able to hear, I will punish you. And during the thinking stage, John was able to convert the words into symbols and then relate or compare it with the previous symbols and pictures of that topic you introduced, like punishment. So remember that people have different perspectives about punishment. You know, people, when you tell them, I'll punish you, they already have seen people punished by kneeling down, by getting beaten up or caned or denying the person of funds or having silent treatment all various forms of punishment now john therefore thinks about it and relates what he has heard to what he knows and formulates a response to it this is becoming more interesting so if we are going to complete the process john having understood that you want to punish him because of what you said uses his thinking facilities or thinking faculties to generate a feedback which is also in symbols now, John will also need to convert that symbol he's generating, that feedback he wants to give you, which also comes as a picture. He has to convert it into words and action for you to be able to understand his feedback. So John completes the process and responds to the person who spoke to him. Now, all these things are happening within seconds. Everything I've described is happening in seconds so obviously when john responds his responses are going to be dependent on one how accurate his conversion of words into symbols can be if he's not able to convert words into symbols or there is a mistake then he also passes it on then the it's also his response is also dependent on the previous store of information he has about that topic you have been you are discussing with him John, I will punish you. So, in other words, his response 
or his um, what eventually he passes back to you is dependent on the kind of punishment he has seen people do. Now, if you think about what I'm saying, you see that's what the way we think. We don't. Somebody doesn't tell you, "I will punish you." You see it. I will punish you in your brain. No, you see. You go to the wealth of information you have about punishment and choose one of them. Pick it. See yourself inside it, and that determines the reaction you have. Now, the, I still uh, want to say that John's reaction is so again dependent on a thought factor, his emotion, and balances. If John is not stable or is a highly emotional person, you know, it will color or it will tint his response. Then the fourth thing is also dependent on his emotion, his ego. His ego often interacts with the emotion. The ego of a person often interacts with the emotion. Now, these things happen in a flash of time. Before one comes to the conscious knowledge, it has passed. The rationale of our discussion is that when you make communication intentional, you get the best out of it. Don't try to communicate just flimsily because you can communicate flimsily and people will not understand what you are saying. But if you want to communicate and you want people to understand what you are saying, then you have to think about it. Just note this, that every human being, including that your friend, that your lover, that your spouse, thinks in symbols. They think in pictures. And they have the issue that when you speak to them, they have to appreciate what you are saying in symbolic form. And when they finish appreciating it, what taints their response is a combination of factors which will include the emotions, the balances, the ego, the previous store of information about what the person knows about what you are previously, what you are talking about, previous experiences. And then how accurate that person is able to convert what you are saying. When you are speaking to somebody and you have this mind and you have this understanding, it helps you to be able to package your communication better. And we know that many relationships are having problems with communication. And that's why Family Colors is passing this to you. Please be intentional when next you are communicating. If you want to receive this, you can follow us on Twitter at Family Colors One. The colors is C O L O R S, Family Colors One. And if you also want to pass on any message to us, you can write us with the email familycolors at yahoo.co.uk. Familycolors at yahoo.co.uk. Thank you and God bless.